If you have your Bibles, 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. I studied a bit even uh, this morning. I don't really consider that I was wrestling with God as much as I was wrestling with myself this morning over the scripture and the thought that was on my heart this week. And I began to question myself early in the week. And my question was, why do we have a problem with being holy? And I mentioned it in Sunday school briefly, that when you bring up the scripture like Leviticus 11:45 that says, I'm the God that brought you out of Egypt, be ye holy because I am holy. There's a problem that really instantly comes upon many of us. And that whole thought of being holy because God is holy really can set us into a tailspin at times. And I, I wrestled with, with this question over the week is, why do we have a problem with being holy? And in our scripture readings uh, through First Peter chapter 1, I want to read just the 15th verse. Because it says, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Let us pray. Father, Thank you so much for your many blessings. I pray now you open our hearts, minds, spirits, ears, eyes, all that we have, Father, that we may receive that that you have laid upon our hearts, and, and Father, that we would apply it. And Father God, if there's one here today that doesn't know you in the free pardon of sin through Jesus Christ's sacrifice, that today would be the day they would be saved, and, and Father, brought into the holy inhabitation that is your Son, Jesus. And we pray, God, thanking you for all that you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. So why do we have a problem with, with being holy? I began to look at that word holy, and, and really the, the word holy, when I began to read it, meant consecrated. It meant set apart. It meant different. And I began to think on these things, and, and this morning as I lay and, and I was working through my mind the things that God is laying on my heart, I began to realize that the reason why we have a problem with being holy is because we don't set God aside as holy. The world does not look at God as, as holy and, and, and of all things uh, holy. But looking at, I mean that this is our function. Did God not create us to be holy? Did he not create us to be separated and of a separate people and set aside? Did he not create us because it is our purpose to be holy? And the answer to these questions is, yes, he did. It is why we were created, and we should demonstrate that as God demonstrates that every single day. Every day God presents himself as holy. Why do you say that? He said in, in his own word, he said, I am the Lord thy God, there are no other gods before me. He set himself apart, immediately calling the children of Israel out. He set himself apart with Abraham. He said, Abraham, I am your God. You will be a great nation leader. You will be the father of many nations. Even to say that I will bless every nation upon earth through you. So he immediately, God sets himself apart. He consecrated himself as a holy God for us and calls upon us to set ourselves aside. As we said, Leviticus 11:45, he says, Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. God said, I am set apart from all others, therefore you will be set apart before all others. It means that we are set aside for a relationship with God. 
What a powerful thing to know that each and every person here is or can be set aside for a personal relationship with God. It means that we belong to God. How powerful. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. We belong to God. It means that we are following God's commands and his rules, and I may have just lost about half of you with that one. Because we are called to follow those rules and those commands, know how, how hard they may be. You know, I can, I can look around and, and some people, it's not hard for you to tell the truth. But some of us, it's not. Some of us, we struggle with telling the truth. It's not hard for you to, to not steal. Some of you don't have a problem with taking other people's stuff, but some people do have that problem. And it's called, we're called and set aside to follow these commands and these rules and living in such a way that God and everybody knows whose you are. When people see you, they say that's, that belongs to God. And that is what he's calling us to be, holy. What an awesome thought that God gave us this list in, in Exodus 20 to help us function properly. Our function is to be holy. He gave us a list in Exodus 20 to do so. He said, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall have no idols. You shall not take my name in vain. You shall remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not covet. And in each and every one of these, God was summing up everything that could plague you and keep you from functioning properly and being holy. He gave us a list to keep us holy. And what a thing to think of is that we've often looked at holy as something so extracurricular, so spectacular, so out of this world that we just can't do it. But the Bible contradicts our thoughts of we just can't do it because the Bible says be holy. So we can do that. We can be separated. We can be sanctified. We can be set apart for the good works of God as he is set apart for good works to us. God, what we see is God commands us to be holy. He did not say be holy if you want to or, or and share, and some people shared with us in Sunday school. You know, you can't just be holy once a week when you wake up. You want to be holy every morning when you wake up. You want to be set aside for God's purpose. And, and people struggle with being holy, but today God has said be holy. And I begin to think, well, why can't we be holy? It's because we don't consider God holy. We don't have Him set apart as the God of all gods. We still have these things in our life as, as Gordon says we still have a foot in Egypt. We still have idols in our life that keep God from being separated from all others, which keeps us from being holy. We belong to him. He shows us how to function. He shows us we live differently. We live God's way. We keep the commandments. We love when it's so hard to love. It's hard to love those and to pray for those that are your enemies and despitefully use you, but when you do, you are living holy. When you do, you are set aside for the good works of God. You are showing others what God is like. When we live holy, we show others our holy God. We show others that He is much different 
than Allah. That He is much different than Buddha. And He is much different than all the others that are laid out there and put before a world that they can chase and never reach. Never reach their zen. Or never reach their yin and their yang. They won't reach that because their God is not set aside as holy. Therefore, they can't be holy. But our God, our God has forgiven us. He's adopted us and he's blessed us with his holiness. He's given us the very holiness that he has. We must be holy because God is holy. Have you ever noticed in your readings how Israel tended to forget who God was? And how they tended to uh, turn really quickly? I mean, Moses was on the mountain. He was receiving the Ten Commandments from God and they fashioned the golden calf. The interesting thing of that story is Aaron said, oh, we just threw all this gold in the fire and poof, out came a cow. I mean, come on. A holy God knows better. He already told Moses, the people have turned on me already. Get down. But you see that the children of Israel, they seem to forget who they belong to. The idol of their belly, they get a little hungry. They get tired of eating the, the manna and they want some meat. And they forget who they belong to. They begin to cry out and whine and whimper. They begin to not be set aside as holy. They failed to notice and remember whose they were. They failed to function. We fail to function as we were created to function. We are created to function as holy, set-aside individuals in Jesus Christ. We fail to function, but God did not give up on them. God will not give up on you. Call upon Him. Set Him aside in your life. Set Him aside in your walk. Set Him over here and worship Him and only Him. Let Him be your only God. And I promise you, you will be holy too. Because God is holy you can be holy. I can be holy. He loved, he cared, and he sought after the children of Israel every single time that they turned away and forgot whose they were. He sought after them, and he is doing the same today. He is in this place. He's loving, he's caring, and he's seeking someone to be saved, to be holy, to be set aside, to be sanctified in this place today. Now, now, rather than have this list of, of commandments that help us function as we are created to function, He has written the law and written the love on each and every one of our hearts. And we can carry this holiness everywhere we go. Jesus called His disciples. Don't you know He called them to be set aside? He called them to be different. He called them to be sanctified. He called them to be holy. He is still calling us today to belong to Him. To Him and to only Him. To be in the relationship. A holy relationship. To function and to live for Him in every step of our way. Be holy. Don't we, don't we want to be set aside as one of God's? Yes. 
Amen, Pastor? I want to be set aside. That's right. Amen. I want to be holy. I want to understand what being holy means because I want to be just that. I want to be what God has called me to be. I want to love Him and only Him and love Him with all of me that I can love others with all that's left of me. I want to be holy. I want to function in a relationship that I was created for. I want to be forgiven. I want to experience His blessings. And in order to do so, we must be different. We must be holy. What's wrong with living right? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with going to work or going to school and someone saying there's something different about that person? What's wrong with it? Why do we feel like the children of Israel, like we got to blend in somehow? Not to cause friction or not to cause... I am, I am encouraged by some of the stories and some of the accounts that I receive from members of Faith Baptist Church that aren't afraid to swim upstream that aren't afraid to cut against the grain. I am so thrilled when I hear these stories. Why can't we all? Why can't we all be holy and set aside where people say there's something different about that one? We have to take and look and function properly with the Holy Spirit within. I shared this with the Sunday school class. And I believe this, and, and if you don't, I'm sorry, but this is just really my, my belief is that God is such a great God. You can read about all the other gods throughout histories, all the Greek gods and, and, and the other gods that they have, all of those gods, how wonderful they were. But our God was so much greater. And he got so much better. When Jesus came and lived in the flesh and went back and carried that experience as a man back to heaven with God. He carried that back. Our God. And look, y'all say it's blasphemous preacher we got. He became so much greater with those experiences. And in all points, Jesus was tempted as we are. And he took that back to the Father. He said, exactly what they feel. Now we know exactly what they go through. Now we can combat it even better. God became greater. And then Jesus, when he left, right? He said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. He wrapped all of that greatness up into the Holy Spirit and said, he's going to be with you for the rest of your walk. Be ye set aside, be holy, because this spirit that lives within us is all that greatness wrapped up into one big present and stuffed inside our hearts and our souls and our spirits. And we can walk and we can be holy and people can see that you are different and holy. What an awesome opportunity God has afforded each and every one of us to walk that road holy. How many people are watching you today and they say, if that's what Christianity is all about, I don't want any part of it. But what if they could see us like we sit here this morning? We're separated from a world of idols right now. We're here 
Some are home watching TV. Some are trying their best to get one more camping session in. Some are trying to do all these things that are so worldly, but yet we're here. What if they could see the love and the separation that God has placed on our life and they would join? They would come into the fold. They would be sought. They would be found. They could receive this same spirit of of just this awesomeness of God that's been given to us. I don't know. I've often wondered how it would have been to have walked with Christ. I've looked at the scripture and I've said, how can they walk with Christ and see these things and still doubt? But Ephesians, in chapter 2 of Ephesians, we read that, that we are brought into the fellow citizenship because of what the apostles and the prophets did do. There were thousands that didn't accept it. There were thousands that didn't want to be separated. There were thousands that didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus. But we've been given a fantastic opportunity to be holy, to function as we were created as the Holy Spirit within. Now listen, a few questions to ask ourselves. Are we set aside and our love for other people shown? Are we people full of love? Do we live differently? Do we follow Jesus? Do we belong to a holy God? Do we? Are we holy? Are we? It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's actually very possible to serve a holy God and therefore be holy as well. What a mighty God we serve. Are you saved? Are you saved today? Do you know without a doubt that God will save you? I know that he will. I've been saved for 20-something years. 24. But there are mornings that I wake up and I still have my doubts. I'm not going to try to fool nobody here this morning. I wake up sometimes wondering if I actually got what I thought I got. I fight those battles. I know I'm not alone. You'll have doubts too. You're having doubts right now maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're doubting if you want to come and be saved. Maybe you're doubting that day that you did do it. But I know one who can help you walk and and take care of those doubts. We can be holy. We can live and function by showing our love. How do we show our love? There's so many different ways to show your love. Show your love by showing your love. How about that? Just love. I want to close with Ephesians chapter 1. A beautiful epistle written to the church at Ephesus. Uh, Very powerful uh, scripture that's been given to us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 says, According as he hath chosen us in him, 
Before the foundation of the world. Now look at that. Before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame. Before him in love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. He considered us holy before the foundations of the world. Will you today purpose in your hearts and in your spirits to live holy for a holy God? Would you? In your freedom that you have today, in your liberty given you by Jesus Christ and His uh, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. In your liberty today, would you function as you were created and be holy? Will you? Will you bow? Heavenly Father, thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for the love that's been given through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for all the many blessings that you've given us. Father, we know that we've failed you. We've been seemingly deceived with a task that is, is unreachable, Father, but we know through your word that all things are possible. And we pray, Father, that you strengthen us. Give us that that we stand in need of, that we may be holy that you may be holy in our lives. Father, thank you. Jesus, we thank you for making this, this opportunity so real. Holy Spirit, empower us to move as holy individuals. If there's one here, Father, that doesn't know you, I pray that your spirit would move. Move now as this place, as the pianist begins to play. And we get ready to sing these verses. Father, I pray that hearts are made ready and souls are made fit for the kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.